Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You're going to have to sit down. You're going to have to make some time and open up this word and read it. And, and yes, I, I know, I, I'm, 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 hear me out. I know that your life is very busy. I know you're, you're so busy, you know, watching a Netflix series. I know you're so busy watching the 25 episode Netflix series. I know you're so busy just, you know, scrolling on tips. I know you're busy. I know your life is so busy. I know you're busy, you know, watching the game. I know you're so busy. I understand. I know you're so busy. You, you be on YouTube the, the, you, and you get into the rabbit hole of YouTube and you watch one video and three hours later, you're watching those two little boys building a little pool on the ground. I know your life is busy, but the fact of the matter is time will not make time for you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome back to the Kingdom Rock Network. I'm so glad that you decided to join me today um, in a series that we are in, uh, part six of a series. And, and Lord willing, I believe this is the final part. So if you haven't already watched part one through five, part one, two, three, four, five, I definitely encourage you to go to uh, kingdomrock.org to uh, watch the entirety of this series. That way you can follow along with us. Amen. Now, just to give you a quick recap, in part five, we began to talk about uh, the branches of your soul. All right, we begin to discuss the legislative branch um, of your soul, which, which is what we call the mind. Amen. And, and again, if you haven't already watched this, I definitely encourage you to go watch part five um, as we uh, as we conclude with this journey um, of this series. Amen. So let's just dive right in. OK, so today we will be discussing the last two branches of your soul. OK, we've already talked about the mind, but today we're going to be talking about your will and your emotions. In part five, we attributed each branch of your soul with a branch of the government. So the legislative branch is the mind. Uh, the, your will, rather, your, the executive branch is going to be the will, and the judicial branch is going to be your emotions. All right? So again, let's just dive right in. Let's get this thing started, and, and let's get popping off, okay? Uh, so let's start off with the will, okay? Now, before we actually dive into the will, we have to reestablish a few points uh, that we talked about in, in part five. Okay, we got to reestablish three points to help us understand uh, the, the the power of the will, to help us understand the responsibility of the will. Uh, because the, the the fact of the matter is, your mind, the will, and the emotions. Though we're talking about them individually, they're all collectively your government. They are all collectively your soul. Just like the 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 United States legislative branch, your executive branch, or the the, the executive branch and the judicial branch are separate entities. They're separate separate branches, they as a collective group make up the entire government. Amen. So in the same manner, your mind, your will, and your emotions all make up your soul. All right. So again, I'm not going to go too deep into these three points. I'm just going to give you, uh, this is basically just a quick recap, um, but this will help us understand the part of the soul that we call the will. All right. So point number one that we got to make um, in regards to the legislative branch um, if we, if you recall in part five, we, we had, we said that, um, your mind is made up of Congress members. This is point number one. Uh, your mind is made up of Congress members. All right. You need to understand that. All right. So just like the legislative branch of the United States government is made up of many different Congress members. So it is for your mind as well. All right. Who are these Congress members? You may ask. 
Well, you have yourself. You have your own thoughts that you got to contend with on a day to day basis. Uh, you have your peers, you know, your friends, your family, your co-workers, uh, those people in your life that have a direct influence on your thought life. You have the devil um, who's always in, in the game. Anything that the devil say, we know that he's a father of lies. So everything that he speaks out of his mouth is a lie. But we have the devil. He is part of this, this, this Congress membership. OK. Um, and, and, and the fact of the matter is he loves he the, he loves to fight you in the mind. This is this is where he likes to, you know, gain leverage. If he can gain leverage right here, he will gain leverage right here. All right. So you got the devil and then you have, of course, God. All right. So your Congress members are yourself your peers, uh, the devil, and God. So here's the thing. You know, you can't shut these things off. You can't shut the devil off. You can't shun him. You can't stop people from talking. It's really hard for many of us to keep our own thoughts from just, you know, swaying everywhere. So the, the fact of the matter is, you know, the thoughts are going to keep raging. Thoughts are going to keep flowing. Uh, the devil is always going to have something to say to try to influence you. People are always going to have something to say to try to influence you. You're always going to have stuff in your mind, just your own thoughts that is constantly raging. The media is going to have stuff to try to influence you, try to affect your thought life. And on top of all of this, we have God who's trying to speak to us. So many times we can come, many times we can become bombarded with, with these different thoughts, these different you know ideas that, um, that 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 happen up here in our mind. Or it, it becomes very hard to hear at all these voices, at all these thoughts. It's, it's very hard to hear God. All right, and this brings us to point number two. All right, which is if it's not constitutional, it doesn't deserve any merit. If it's not constitutional, if it's not constitutional we know that the constitution is our bible if it doesn't align up with your constitution it doesn't deserve no merit so just like the united states congress just like the legislative branch they can propose laws day and night they can propose whatever they want to they have that power they can propose this they can propose that they can propose whatever they want to and it is what it is but Got to realize, though they can propose something, it doesn't become a law. It doesn't become into effect if it's not constitutional. All right. So anything that's unconstitutional, it, it doesn't deserve any merit. All right. By the same token, we have all these voices contending with us, all these thoughts contending with us, our own thoughts. You got the devil spewing his lies. You have uh, you have people. You, and, and of course, again, we have a guy. We're trying to listen to God out of all of this right here. All right. So it's really hard to do this. Um, but again, if it if it's not constitutional, it deserves no merit. So what does this mean? With the Constitution being a Bible, this means that you're going to have to open up your Bible. All right. You're going to have to open up this Constitution. You're going to have to set some time aside and learn it. Amen. You're going to have to do this. And, and by doing this, you will be able to recognize God's voice, because, again, we got to realize for point number two, if it's not constitutional, it doesn't deserve any merit. The thing about God, the thing about the Holy Spirit, when he speaks to you, he's always going to confirm with his word. His word and, 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 and the Holy Spirit, they're always in alignment with each other. All right. So the devil is going to spew lies. He's going to say this, that and the other. But again, it's not always constitutional. Your own thoughts may say, you know, this, that and the other. But it's not always constitutional. People and your peers and, and your friends, family, coworkers may try to influence your thought life. But many times it's not it's not unconstitutional. The thing about the Holy Spirit, the thing about the spirit of God that speaks to us that that, that we that we should listen to 
he's always going to speak in, into alignment with his constitution. He's always going to speak into alignment with his word, which is the Bible. All right. Amen. So this actually brings us to point number three, uh, which is know your constitution. You need to know your constitution. You need to know your Bible. All right. So this means you're going to have to sit down. You're going to have to make some time and open up this word and read it. And, and yes, I, I know, I, I'm, 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 hear me out. I know that your life is very busy. I know you're, you're so busy, you know, watching the Netflix series. I know you're so busy watching the 25 episode Netflix series. I know you're so busy just, you know, scrolling on TikTok. I know you're busy. I know your life is so busy. I know you're busy, you know, watching the game. I know you're so busy. I understand. I know you're so busy. You, you be on YouTube, the, the, you, you get into the rabbit hole of YouTube and you watch one video and three hours later, you're watching those two little boys building a little pool on the ground. I know your life is busy, but... The fact of the matter is time will not make time for you. All right. You have to make time. You have to set time aside and read this constitution. All right. And you, you got to start somewhere that you, you have to start somewhere. Five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. You have to start somewhere. If we can give time and attention to everything else, to Netflix, to TikTok, to Instagram, to your girlfriend, to your boyfriend, to our schoolwork, to your problems, to your stress, to all your worries, you can make time for God. You can make time for his word. So you have to make time for this constitution. Amen. Jesus took the time to learn the word. Jesus being, of course, all man, but all God had to take the time to learn the word. And you may be saying, oh, no, that's not right, Caleb. Jesus, he's God. He already knew the word when he, when he came here. Oh, really? Let's look at Luke 2, uh, Luke 2, 46. It says, now, so it was that after three days, they found him uh, talking about Jesus. They found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And I want to note that this particular scripture, Jesus was 12 years old. All right. So though Jesus was all God, he still had to take the time because he was all men to learn a word. And, and you're no better than Jesus. I'm, I'm, you're a good person. You know, you're, you're a good person, but I, I'm sorry, but you're no better than Jesus. I'm no better than Jesus. The Bible says a teacher isn't greater than uh, a student isn't greater than his teacher. All right. So if Jesus can take the time at 12, 12 years old and, and learn this word and learn and listen and ask questions. You can take five minutes aside and learn a word of God. You can take five minutes aside and read your Bible. You can take 10 minutes aside and do it. If you can take 30 minutes for, for a whole, if you can take a whole day and, and watch a whole entire series on Netflix, you need to make 30 minutes and, 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 and make time for this word of God. Amen. All right. And then again, this is just the three points regarding the legislative branch that I wanted to reestablish in order for us to understand the will. So, again, point number one was uh, your 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 mind is made up of different Congress members being yourself, uh, your own thoughts, your peers, the devil. And then, of course, God, his Holy Spirit. Point number two, if what is being proposed isn't constitutional, then it deserves no merit. And then, of course, point number three, you need to get to know your word. You need to get to know your constitution. You need to get to know the Bible. Amen. Now, when we talk about the powers and the responsibilities of the executive branch, uh, uh, when we talk about the powers and responsibilities of the executive branch of the will, uh, they have the power or it, it has a power. This branch has the power to either enforce what is being proposed or to veto what is being proposed. And if you don't know what the word veto means, it basically means to reject. All right. So you can either accept what is being proposed or you can reject what is being proposed. Amen. So.
when the Congress members of your legislative branch, when the Congress members of your mind began to propose these different things to you, these different thoughts to you, these different ideas, and it goes to the executive branch, your will, which, which is your will, you and only you can make the choice to either execute it or deny it. You can only make that choice and you do that in your will. All right. So we ought to enforce things that are constitutional. All right. And we ought to veto things that are unconstitutional or unbiblical. Amen. We ought to enforce things that are, we have, we ought to execute things through our will that are constitutional or which are biblical. And we ought to reject things or veto things which are unbiblical or unconstitutional. Amen. So again, this makes it even more important uh, for you to know what your constitution says. All right. This makes it more important for you to read your word. This makes it more important for you to read the constitution because the thing is, the more, you know, the more of the constitution, you know, the more of the Bible, you know, the more of your word, uh, the more of the word of God that, you know, uh, the clearer you will see how to live this life righteously. See, this is why Psalms 119.105 says thy word is a limp to my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. So your will is very important because this is where action takes place. This is where execution takes place. Hence the name executive branch. Amen. This is where execution takes place. So this is where the enforcing of that, which is biblical or unbiblical takes place. I want to let you know something today. You need to realize that knowledge of your constitution or knowledge of your Bible that's good, but but it has to be more than that. It has to be more than just the knowledge. All right. It isn't enough to just read your Bible every day. It's not enough to just do your devotions. It's not enough just to do Bible study or to do your little Bible study groups or or to do this. That It's not enough to do things like this regarding the Bible. These things aren't bad. These things aren't bad. We should, we should all be, I feel like we should all be engaged into, you know, these different things. You know, we should all be engaged into learning the word of God in different ways, but it's not enough just to know the word. There has to come a point in your life in which what you're reading on a page is, it becomes what you're acting out in life. What you're reading on the page of the Bible, what you read inside the Bible, what you're reading in your constitution has to exist. To, it has to come to the point eventually where you're walking this thing out. Amen. Let's look at James 1, 22. It reads, but be doer, but be, uh oh, here we go. Uh, let's look at James 1, 22. I'm sorry. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. All right. I'm going to read that again in case you missed it. All right. But be ye doers, doers, action, execute of the word and not just hearers only deceiving yourselves. All right. So you have to begin to not just hear the word, but live the word. You have to live according to the word, not just hear it. Why? Because in order for you to see the fruits of righteousness in your life, you have to submit your will to the word of God, not just your ear, but your will to the word of God. Amen. So I want to note that this process of, of living the word, this process of executing the word in your life, it, it's a process. It, that's just it. It's a process. You know, it, it, in fact, it's a lifelong process. All right. Though we have the word of God and we, and we try to do our best to follow what it says, uh, though we have the word of God, we, we try to follow, you know, what it says to, to, to uh, live a righteous life. Uh, you have to realize that you're not going to do this thing perfectly. 
Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So you got to realize that, that you're going to trip up. You're still going to trip up. I don't care how much Bible you read a day. You can read the Bible 23 hours a day, 24 hours a day. You're going to trip up. All right, you're still going to miss the mark sometimes. Amen. You're still going to fail sometimes. All right, you're still going to feel discouraged. And even though you may be feeling discouraged, you're still going to miss the mark sometimes. You're not going to be perfect. All right. The truth of the matter is, is that even on your best days, even on your most holiness days, your most righteous days, where you just wake up in the morning, just saying praise to God all day, you know, this, that, and the other, just smiling at everybody, you know, complimenting everybody, trying to evangelize to everybody, even on your best day, you still fall well short of the glory of God. Amen. So know that God isn't asking you to be perfect. That, that's what Jesus came to do. He's not asking you to be perfect. Jesus lived a life of perfection so that you may live a life of progression. Amen. And, 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 and again, it, it's progress. It's a process of progress. All right. So when you read the word, you begin to add the word out. You got to you got to be committed to it because it's a, it's a day to day process. It's a week to week process. It's a month to month process. It's a year to year process. It's a lifelong process. All right. No one's perfect. All right. But I tell you this, if you trust his work and you trust the process that he's doing in you, you will begin to see progress. And that's the life that we're supposed to be living, a life of progress, not a life of perfection, but a life of progress. Amen. And I want to end this point of the executive branch or or your will by saying that you have to submit your will. You have to submit your executive branch to the will of God. All right. You have to submit your will to what the word of God says. Amen. And, and he, he, hear me, hear me when I say this. When you miss the mark, when you fall because you're going to fall, you're not going to do it perfectly. When you fall, when you mess up, when, when you when you fall back in the sin and you trip up and you, and you fall, get back up, ask God for forgiveness and move on. And let the word illuminate wherever you mess up and let the word illuminate that area that way you don't mess up again. All right, don't fret on it. Don't don't sit there and pity yourself in the sin. Don't do that. The God doesn't want you to do that. Get back up. Ask for forgiveness and move on. Let the word illuminate the area that you're falling down in. All right, move on. Amen. So let's move on to the emotions or to the judicial branch. Now, in regards to the United States government, the main responsibility of the judicial branch is to interpret laws. All right. Now, this branch of your soul is very, very, very important. All right. It's very important because. The interpretation can literally affect the status of the entire government. Because of this, in, in, in terms of our national government, in terms of the, the, the uh, United States judicial branch, anything that is brought before the judicial branch, uh, they it calls for a slow and precise deliberation and evaluation process. A slow and, pre and precise deliberation or evaluation process. By the same token, anything that is presented to your judicial branch, anything that is presented to the part of your soul that we call the emotions, anything that is presented, it calls for a slow and precise evaluation process of, 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 of a slow and, and precise evaluation process of deliberation. All right. But the fact of the matter is many times what we do, we don't do this. We do the complete opposite. Many times we we make quick decisions at our emotions. We we say things that we that they 
many t- we say things that come um, and make us feel some type of way emotionally, and we act at our emotions, or we say things that are emotions that we, that we just later on regret. All right, many of us do it. We're, we're all guilty of it. All right, and you have to realize that the pe- you know the devil's going to set up things to to hit you right, you know where 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 it hurts. You know he's going to set up things to make you get into your emotions because he knows that if he can get you in your emotions and get you to act quickly, he can get you to act out of character. All right, you're going to end up saying something or doing something that you're going to later on regret because you didn't take a, a the things that came to your emotion. You didn't do a quick or rather you didn't do a slow and, and, and precise evaluation of what was presented. Amen. So this what does this mean? This this is why this is why we should never act out of our emotions. Instead, what, what should we do? We should do just like the United States Judicial Branch. Um, and, and again, we should do a, We should conduct a very slow and precise uh, evaluation period before we make judgment calls out of our emotions. Let's take a few look at a let's take a look at a few passages of scripture here um, as it relates to uh, our emotions. Uh, let's start with James one verses nineteen through twenty. Nineteen through twenty, it reads, "Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry." For man's anger does not bring about the righteousness, righteousness that God desires. Proverbs 29, 11 says, Fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. Proverbs 16, 32 says, he who, is, who, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit, uh, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. So we can see just with these, and there's many other scriptures, but just with these few passages of scripture, we can see this principle of when things come to our emotions, we are to act in a slow way. We are to act in, in a very slow, precise way, uh, just like our judicial branch of the United States government. If you have been to any type of court, if any of y'all have ever been to jury duty, or if you watch any of the Supreme Court cases or anything like that on TV, these court cases take forever. They take forever. Why? Because they know that whatever judgment is made, it can affect the entire system. They have to be very precise in their judgment. And by the same manner, when it comes to our emotions, we have to be very precise before we just make a quick judgment and act and do something that we that, that we will later on regret. Amen. So please realize that again, people are going to say some say something to you or or do something to you. They're going to make you feel some type of way. But I'm telling you this, if you just, if you begin to, if you begin to, if you stop quickly acting out of your emotion, if you just stop and just slow down and evaluate the situation, if you evaluate what is being presented to you and you just kind of, you know, slowly watch it and see what's going on, many times you'll quickly realize that the devil is actually right in the middle of it, stirring everything up. But again, many times we don't get to that point because we act so quickly out of our emotions. All right. So don't act out and lash out. All right. Slow down. Interpret how you feel before you act out. All right. And and, and the, the, the thing is, you know, many times also when it comes to our emotions, uh, many of us have many of us may have emotional wounds and you just have tend that you have neglected to tend to them. And, you know, just like a womb, just like a natural womb, if you leave that thing unattended, if somebody touch you or even just scratch it or bump it, you're going to get aggravated. So you have to really evaluate yourself in this particular area and this part of your soul because it can be very, very deadly. It can be very, very, it can be very, very fatal to your government. It can affect their entire government as a whole. 
All right. That's why you have to be very slow before acting out on your emotions. And I'm not saying bother your emotions and I'm not saying you got to, you know, hide your emotions. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying before you make a judgment call, before you make a judgment call, before you act or say something, stop, stop and think. Ain't that what people say? Stop and think, slow down, evaluate it. Because again, many times you may see the devil's handprints right on everything. You begin to see that he's been orchestrating this whole entire thing. But if you act quickly, you lash out, you'll miss it. And you, you'll fall right into his trap and you'll lash out and you'll do this and you'll say this and, and, and you'll regret it later on. He wants you to get out of character. All right. So, again, you got to slow down. Don't lash out. Be just like the judicial branch of the United States government. Slow down. Let it be a slow process. Before you act out of your emotions, let it be a slow process. Just slow down and just evaluate things. All right. Whew. So, again, don't act, out of, don't act out of your emotions. Just begin to stop and evaluate things. And, and yeah, sometimes this can be hard. I'm not saying this is easy. This Sometimes this can be very hard. I know this can be very hard. And sometimes we do, in fact, it's going to be times where you do, in fact, say stuff that you're going to later on regret and you're going to do stuff that you later on regret. If that's you, if you have done that, just simply, first of all, go go to that person and ask for forgiveness or go to that whoever it is, ask for forgiveness, and then go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. All right, again, don't 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 fret it. Don't let that wait because that's another tactic of the enemy. He'll make you get out of character. Act. He'll make you lash out of you out of your emotions, and then he'll hit you with condemnation. Look how you acted. Look how you did that. You're not no Christian. It's just a tactic. It's another one of his tactics. He's so just 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 malicious and just so just he likes to manipulate things. All right, and he'll manipulate you right in this area if you fall into his trap. All right, so just realize that you're human. We're human. If you mess up, if you miss the mark. If you, if you say something or do something that, that you did, you know, you add it out of your emotions, go to that person. I'm sorry. For, forgive me. And if they don't forgive you, that, that's on them. You did your part. You apologize. And if they don't forgive you, that's on them. And then you got to go before God. Lord, I'm sorry. I messed up. I missed the mark. Forgive me. Move on. Move on. Amen. So as we come to an end on this point, I just pray that you begin to make a conscious effort uh, that you will not let your emotions rule you, but you will rule your emotions. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have made it with me this far, we are done with this series. So just just deep breath in, deep breath out. It's been a long journey, but it's been a good journey. Um, I pray that if you have been faithful and you have watched, if you have joined me with in this series from top to bottom, I, I thank you. I pray that this has blessed you. If you haven't watched the other episodes, the other parts, I encourage you to go back and watch them. There's some good stuff. You're missing out if you haven't watched them. So definitely go back and watch them. Um, but as we come to a close today, I just want to pray us out. Um, this, this has been a great series. This has been truly a blessing to me. I mean, I pray that it has been a blessing to you. Amen. So I just want to pray us out. So if you're driving, don't bow your head, don't close your eyes. But if you're at home, if you're somewhere alone, just bow your head and close your eyes and just and just let, let me pray. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we come to you today, Lord God. We just come to you, Lord God. Jesus. We bring our soul to you, Lord God. Lord God, we know that you are the lover of our souls, Lord God, Jesus. And many times in our life, Lord God, Jesus, we do things to corrupt this government. We do things to mess up this government, Lord God. But we bring ourselves to you, Lord God, Jesus, humbly, Lord God. We bring ourselves to you, Lord God, Jesus, as we are, Lord God, Jesus. We can't fix ourselves, Lord God. We are corrupt, Lord God, but we bring ourselves to you, Lord God. We ask that you fix us. 
Lord God, Jesus, get rid of ungodly soul ties, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Help us to, to be right in our minds, Lord God, to be right in our emotions, Lord God, Jesus, to be right in our will, Lord God, to submit our will to your will, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, we need you, Lord God. We cannot do this without you, Lord God. Father God, any area in our lives, Lord God, Jesus, any area in our soul, Lord God, Jesus, that is corrupt, that the devil has his, that, that, that the devil have a hold on, Lord God, Jesus, we ask that you sever his hold even now, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, Jesus, that you extend your grace out to us, Lord God, Jesus. We receive you, Lord God, Jesus, to change us, to fix us, Lord God, Jesus, to renew us, Lord God, Jesus, to restore our soul in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, we pray this prayer by faith, and we thank you, Lord God, for the work that you're doing in us. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're here today, I want to make a, another point. You know, as we've been as we've been talking about the government throughout this series, we've been using the United States government. I want to make a point that when you think about the United States government, there's a personification of the government. Uh, Y'all know who it is, Uncle Sam. The picture of Uncle Sam. And y'all know the picture, you know, the, the one that's pointing, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. It, it's something that, that he says, and we all know the, the slogan. He says, I want you. You know, he, Uncle Sam, the personification of the government, is, he's saying, I want you. I'm coming to you today and I'm telling you that the personification of this constitution, the personification of the Bible is Jesus. And I'm telling you today, he is saying, I want you. Who's ever listening to me, whoever you are, he's talking to you. If you have not given your life to Christ, if you are unsure of your salvation, if you don't know who Jesus is, if you don't know who he is, that's okay. But I'm telling you that he's saying, I want you. He wants you to be part of his family. He wants you to be part of his, his, his he wants you to be a son. He wants you to be his daughter. He wants to work in you. Yeah, we are the servant, but he wants to work in you. He wants friendship with you. He wants, he wants, he wants to see, he wants to be with you. So I want to just extend this moment of salvation to you, whoever's, whoever's listening. If you are unsure, this is that's okay. Get, get certainty today. All right. So I just pray that if this is you, whoever's listening, don't listen to the devil because he'll 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 tell he'll tell us. We just talked about the mind. We know that he's part of that that, that mind that that Congress membership. Don't listen to him because everything that he's saying is a lie. It's unconstitutional. See, my constitution says that the guy he's coming, he's coming to save everybody. It's his will that no man perish, including you. All right, John 3:16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that so whosoever believeth, whoever, no matter who you are believing in him, you shall have eternal life and you shall not perish. So I want to extend this moment of salvation to you. And I just pray that you repeat after me and receive this. Just say, Father, I come to you, I come to you today, Lord admitting that I am a sinner. I have missed the mark of my life. I have messed up. I don't know what to do. Lord God, I come to you today, Lord God. I'm repenting of all of my wrongdoings. I'm repenting of all my sin, of all my mishaps, Lord. I'm repenting right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Right now, I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Right now, I receive his free gift of salvation. Right now, I receive his Holy Spirit to come dwell in me, to come live in me, to come change me. 
Lord God, I receive grace. I receive mercy. Lord God, I receive you. In Jesus' name, amen. My brother, my sister, if you have prayed this prayer, if you were uncertain that, that you were a believer, if, if you didn't even know who Jesus was, if you prayed that prayer with me, I'm fully convinced that you are now part of the greatest family that you will ever be part of. You're part of the kingdom family. You're part of the kingdom of God. He wants you. He has you now. All right, he, the Holy Spirit, he has come. He has made his dwelling place in you. He lives in you. And I'm telling you, he's about to begin a process in you. Um, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going to always feel good because he has, to, he has to take some stuff out. But for everything he's taking out, he's bringing something in. And what he's bringing in, I promise you, you want that. You want what he has for you. So just yield to him. Just, just follow his leading and let him do his work. I just thank y'all so much for joining me in this series. I pray that this has truly blessed y'all. And I will see y'all next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.